Hey everyone, welcome to our podcast for this week. Hope you're doing well wherever and whenever you are. Uh, if you're new or visiting or just checking us out, make sure you find us on Instagram, Facebook, head to our website, everyonechurch.com.au. Come and visit us in person and join the journey, the Everyone Church journey. We are a newish church plant in Southwest Sydney, and we are, well, the western side of Southwest Sydney, more towards Camden. But we're enjoying the journey so far, and we're having a great, great time, and it would be great to have you come and visit us sometime. Every Sunday we have in-person church. I make a special podcast version of the Sunday Sermon, and this past Sunday we celebrated our first ever in-person Father's Day service. The last couple years we've done online. Well, one year was in lockdown. Last year was online because we were fortnightly in-person. But this year, we were in-person, mate. We brought the donuts. We gave out special dad socks to all the dads, which has now become a tradition. And one of the staples of fatherhood is the dad joke. And we shared some dad jokes on Sunday. So let's cue the music and let's do the podcast version of dad jokes If you're jogging right now, this is ruining your rhythm, but that's okay. Enjoy this beautiful, highbrow humor. Why did the stadium get hot after the game? All of the fans left. (laughs) What do you call a group of unorganized cats? A catastrophe. (laughs) What's the most musical part of a chicken? The drumstick. What did the farmer say when he couldn't find his tractor? Where's my tractor? What do you call a cow with two legs? Lean beef. What did Jay-Z call his girlfriend before they got married? Fiance. Okay, last one. How do you keep a podcast audience in suspense? Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Well, look, that's enough dad jokes for now. If you want some more, text me. I'll I'll send you some. I've got a whole list. But there's so much we could say on Father's Day. But one thing I want to mention before uh, we we come around the word, and I, I would say a similar thing on Mother's Day as well, and that is, you know, these type of days, Father's Day, Mother's Day, are not always a day for celebration for everybody. Uh, they can be a tough day for some of us. For some of us, it's a reminder of a father that may have mistreated us or broken trust. For some, it's the reminder of a broken family relationship. For some, it's the reminder of a father we've lost or even a father we never had. So as we share today, Please be prayerful and mindful and maybe check on someone if you know that they've recently lost a father or you know that this day is a tough day for them. Let's look out for each other. We aren't trying to poke at wounds today. Uh, Some of the deepest wounds we receive are from people in positions of trust and authority in our life, people who were meant to protect us and they didn't or they don't. And in some ways, the closer we are to people, the more opportunity there is for hurt. But there is also a great opportunity for positive impact. And if you have had negative father experiences, remember that you're not your father. You are God's child. Now, for me personally, I have a great dad. I love my dad. He's a great dad, great grandfather for his four grandkids. But I have met many people who could not say that. 
you know, I was a high school chaplain for many years. I met many students whose fathers were absent, committed suicide even, or were abusive and terrible. And in many ways, we have lived through multiple fatherless generations, and father wounds are not easily overcome. And I think it speaks to the importance of fatherhood in the lives of people. So what I'd love to do on a day like this is honor our earthly fathers as much as we can, obviously. Many fathers are heroes. Honoring our parents is a biblical principle. It says in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 2 to 3, honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. If you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you and you will have a long life on the earth. It's pretty good. Uh, honor is powerful. And it often says more about you than it does about the person you are honoring. So we want to honor our dads and all the fathers in our lives. And also for the dads here today, I would like to encourage us to try and be the best fathers we can be. You know, we'll never be perfect, but we want to be as Christ-like as we can. I believe it is high on the enemy's agenda to degrade and discourage fathers to paint them with a broad brush of negativity. And I think we would all agree that the world needs more godly, integral fathers who do their best to be Christ-like in their lives. Selfless fathers, fathers that live Christ-like, fathers that respond Christ-like. Which brings me to my big focus for today, and that is I really want us to focus on our Heavenly Father. And I almost feel like every Father's Day I'm, I'm prompted to bring a focus to our Heavenly Father and His characteristics. So we all have a great, loving Heavenly Father. And this really brings us together in unity today. Regardless of your earthly father situation, we all have a heavenly father. And let's focus on how great and loving he is. And, you know, in some ways, we we are reminded on days like this and and days where maybe our fathers have passed away that everything on earth is temporal, but our heavenly father is eternal. So let's learn about fatherhood from the one who created it. It says in Romans 8.15, so you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you received God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Now we call him Abba, Father. And that word Abba is an Aramaic word, which means father, but contextually, it's a close word. It's not a distant, overly reverent term like, oh, father. You know, uh, we what we learn from this word is that God wants us to know him as a close father, so close that we could call him dad if we want to. And when we look to him and we learn from him, we can start to take steps to father like him. And so I want to share a few characteristics of our Heavenly Father this Father's Day. And I hope that these give us something to apply and aim to be in our fatherhood. And even if you're not a father today, these are still great qualities to have in your life as well, in any area. But before I get to these, let's just quickly pray. Lord, I thank you for the opportunity to share around fatherhood this Father's Day. And I thank you that you are a good good Father, and I ask that you would help us to look to you today and become more and more like you. In Jesus' name, amen. So when I think about our Heavenly Father, I think about how He's accessible and attentive. I think about how He is aware of us. He is there for us. He isn't hiding behind a veil of intimidation. He isn't shrugging us off because He's busy at work. No, He's accessible I want to be a father that is accessible and attentive. You know, it's easy to just be there, but not be there sometimes. You know, like my kids, uh, whenever they see me on my phone, all now that they're getting a little bit older, like Elliot is is getting a bit older, he wants to play on my phone. <laughs> but I remember at a young age, they'd say, no phone, daddy, 
no phone daddy. It didn't take long for me to realize that my kids love my attention. Daddy, look, daddy, watch this. Daddy, check this out. Look, whoa, whoa. You know, last week we had book week at uh, school where the kids all dress up. And and it's amazing when they walk in to the book day parade. You know, they parade all the kids through in their costumes. The first people they look for is their parents, right? Dads, there is power in your presence, in your attentiveness. And even more so, there's power in being present, in your presence, right? Uh, before church planning, I, I asked an older pastor friend who had pastored for many, many years and had traveled and church planted and, and, and been pretty busy with his ministry life. I asked him, I said, do you have any advice for me as a young father who is about to church plant? And you could apply his answer to any work-life balance venture kind of thing. And I remember he said to me, he said, I always made time for my kids, but I wish I had the energy to be more present when I was with them. It's not just about time. It's also about attention. <laughs> it's, all, it's also about being there. You know, it's so easy after a long day at work or when things are stressing you out because we do as fathers carry a lot of weight, right? And, and it's easy to just be there, but not be there. But let's be encouraged today by our heavenly father who sets us an example that he's always there and he's always listening. It says in 1 Peter 3.12, the eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right, and his ears are open to their prayers. His ears are open. They're not filled with AirPods, right? <laughs> it says in Psalm 34, 15, the eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right. His ears are open for their cries for help. Psalm 116, verse 1 to 2, I love the Lord because he hears my voice and my prayer for mercy. Because he bends down to listen I will pray as long as I have breath. I love that picture, that he bends down to listen. This is God. This is our Heavenly Father. He watches his children. He listens to them. It says in 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 to 15, and we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. And since we know he hears us when we make our requests, we also know that he will give us what we ask for. He hears. He sees. Let's be fathers. Let's be people that hear and see. Let's be fathers that are present, that are accessible, that are attentive. We're thinking about our Heavenly Father today. I also think about how He's affectionate and affirming. So often we can view fatherhood through the lens of correction. And yes, there is a huge element of our Heavenly Father that holds us accountable. There's another A word for you, that He does hold us accountable. He disciplines us. He corrects us. But if we were honest in looking at the qualities of our Heavenly Father, His affections and affirmations far outnumber His corrections. I mean, if God wanted to, He could correct all of us all the time, constantly. Hey, don't do that. Don't do that. And I do that sometimes. <laughs> I've got a five-year-old and a three-year-old and an eight-month-old, but the two boys, five and three, mate, I could correct them constantly all day. Hey, don't put that. Don't put. Don't eat that. Don't draw on the wall. Hey, don't ride your cars on the wall. Come on, what are you doing? But let's look at how our Heavenly Father is described here in 2 Corinthians 1.3. It says, All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is our merciful Father and the source of all comfort. Our Heavenly Father is a comforting Father. He's the source of all comfort, not just all correction, right? No, he's the source of all comfort, our merciful Father. Do you need comforting today? Find it in your heavenly Father. Psalm 
86 verse 15, but you, O Lord, are a God of compassion and mercy, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love and faithfulness. And for some dads, for for some men, affection, compassion, and mercy don't come naturally. Sometimes it's because we weren't shown it. Sometimes we buy into this like false masculinity thing where I'm a man and I don't show affection. I provide, I pay the bills. But listen, don't just be the father who provides. Be the father who hugs. Be the father who shows affection. I think about my grandfather, Angelo. Gosh, I loved him. He's a, he's a good man. But he was an old, an old Italian-Croatian man, you know? Like he had a farm and he built stuff and he did stuff. But I noticed as he got older, he got softer and more affectionate. You know, your children aren't just looking for a roof over their heads. They're looking for arms that embrace them. And if we want to model our fatherhood after our Heavenly Father, let's learn from His affection, not just His accountability, His correction, uh, not just His provision, but His affection. Our Heavenly Father is affectionate. You know, we love to sing about how God lavishes His grace and love upon us. You know, we worship Him for that. We thank Him for that. Well, let's pass it on. Let our Heavenly Father's attributes be found in our fatherhood. So our Heavenly Father is is affectionate. Also, he's affirming. In Matthew chapter 3, when Jesus is baptized, we read of this great father-son interaction. And Matthew records it in, in Matthew chapter 3, verse 16 to 17. It says, after his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were opened and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. Verse 17 says, and a voice from heaven said, this is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. This is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. Other translations say it like, this is my son whom I love, with whom I am well pleased. And here we see God the Father making an affirming declaration over God the Son. My son, I love you. I'm pleased with you. And in this one simple statement, Jesus is affirmed in his identity, his value, and his work and purpose. God the Father is quoting from at least two scriptures, scholars believe. In Psalm chapter 2, verse 7, it says, The Lord said to me, You are my son. Today I have become your father, declaring that this is his son, right? And in Isaiah 42, verse 1, it says, Look at my servant whom I strengthen. He is my chosen one who pleases me, declaring his identity as the Messiah. So our heavenly Father affirmed his son. And I want to be a father like that, don't you? Do you affirm your children's identity, their value, and their work and purpose? I want to be a father who affirms, who encourages, who speaks life into my children. My son, my daughter, I love you. I'm pleased with you. Do you tell your kids what you are pleased with? It's very easy just to to, to say what we aren't pleased with. Don't do that. Put that down. Stop it. Go to sleep already. I'm so disappointed. Stop weeing in the shower. All these type of things that are just fatherhood stuff, right? But let's not forget that we also must be affirming. Well done. Good job. Hey, that's awesome. Man, great Spider-Man moves. I'm so proud of you today. Here's a question for you. Do you need affection and affirmation? You know, so much of our identity can be tied in to what the world says or what, you know, we say or even what our own earthly parents have said. But we all need to hear from our Heavenly Father. I mean, if Jesus saw it fit to receive affirmation from His 
Father, how much more do we need it? Don't try and find your identity and affirmation in the world. Find it in your Heavenly Father. So today, on Father's Day, let's be encouraged to be like our Heavenly Father, who is accessible, attentive, affectionate, and affirming. Amen? And I particularly want to pray as we close for those who might have a heavy heart today, or maybe you just need to hear a fresh word from your Heavenly Father. Well, I'd encourage you to pick up your Bible today. Maybe read Matthew chapter 3. Maybe be reminded of, of the attributes of our Heavenly Father from the scriptures I shared today, all throughout the Word, really. But I want to pray for you, and I want to believe that you would have a sense in your heart that, hey, I have a Heavenly Father who loves me, who is accessible, who's attentive, who's affectionate and affirming. So let's pray. Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Heavenly Father, that you are with us in this moment. I thank you that you are accessible, that you hear us, you're attentive, that you hear our prayer. And I thank you that you're affectionate and affirming, Lord, that you love us, that you affirm us as your children as we trust in you. And Lord, we come before you today and we ask you to just overshadow us with your presence on this Father's Day, or even people who are listening at any time, really. I I ask that you would help us hear your voice, that still small whisper in our heart that affirms us as children of God. And we just lean on you, Lord. We look to you for our identity and affirmation. And we thank you that you are a good father, and we honor you today in Jesus' name. And I also pray for all the fathers in our church, Lord, that this would be just a special time, that we would all rise up to be the fathers that you want us to be. Not just what we think or what our own fathers think, but what you want us to be in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, hey, thanks for joining us this week. Hopefully uh, you can come and be with us in person in the next couple of weeks. Only a few weeks of in-person church left before we have a couple of weeks of online in early October. Come and be with us. There's nothing like being in the room. This podcast, it's a supplement, if not a substitute. Have a great week.